Please open your Bibles to Psalm 69, the 69th Psalm. Our young brother Colin opened our prayer meeting this morning in the back room by reminding us, among other things, of Solomon's very large sacrifice at the dedication of the temple that he made to the glory of God, and how that 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep were offered. The offering was so large, the Lord had to send fire from heaven to burn it all up. And the glory of the Lord filled the house so that the priests couldn't minister. A A wonderful picture of the glory of God and Him descending to earth to be worshipped by mere men in a house built by hands in the Old Testament. But I want to remind us of this passage of Scripture when we think of that great offering made by Solomon and feel that our worship might be inferior to such a grand display of generosity to the Lord. It's Psalm 69, verse 30. I will praise the name of God with a song, and will magnify Him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or bullock, that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. If you've come here this morning seeking God, and if you're humble in your sinfulness before Him, realizing your dependence upon the grace of God for your salvation, then the singing and the thanksgiving around you should cause your heart to be glad and your heart to live. If you feel kind of dull, dead, this is why we come to church. To be lifted up again in the things of the Lord. Don't forget these three verses when you're reading the Old Testament and you think that we can't offer the grandiose, spectacular offerings that David and Solomon may have given because our singing and our thanksgiving is better. Even in the Old Testament, let alone in the New. Isaiah 35. Isaiah 35. Let me remind you about this prophet. He was prophesying before Judah went into the Babylonian captivity. Remember, Cyrus ended that 70-year captivity, and we like to say that Isaiah had named Cyrus near 150 years before he was born. So if you back up, 70 year captivity in Babylon, Isaiah was prophesying before it. But Isaiah had a number of prophecies about the coming gospel dispensation in which we are right now that began with John and Jesus and will continue until the second coming of our Lord. And so in the book of Isaiah, there's places like Isaiah 53 that are all about the death of the Lord Jesus Christ and the cross. But there are frequent mentions made of the glory of the gospel era. Here is one. Isaiah 35 and verse 10. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. This also described God's church coming back from Babylon. That the sorrow and sighing of knowing their nation had been desolated by Nebuchadnezzar was over. 
and that the Lord was going to pour out upon them joy and gladness. But it's ultimately fulfilled, if you read the context here and in other places, in the Lord Jesus Christ. The ransomed of the Lord. They were ransomed out of Babylon. We've been ransomed from sin, death, and hell. The ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion. We're coming to Zion this morning. A Zion that is more real and literal and true than the Zion of the Old Testament. It's Mount Zion that is above. And we are in close communion with the general assembly of the mega church that is there. The ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs, we're going to sing, and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, because God has given us the Holy Spirit, which is the oil of gladness in our hearts, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away, because we have heard the joyful sound of a Savior that has taken away our sins. This verse, I hope that you have a general familiarity with it now. Turn to Isaiah 51 and verse 11. Isaiah 51 and verse 11. If if a verse is good enough for the Holy Spirit to repeat, it's good enough for me to repeat to you. Isaiah 51 and verse 11. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. And everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. The Lord has saved us and given us everlasting consolation, and our joy should be everlasting and our gladness should be great as we enter into His worship today. Remember, your singing and your thanksgiving is greater, is better than Solomon's offering. Let us give him the best this morning. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Isaiah. And thank you, David. Thank you, blessed God. Let us pray. Almighty God and Holy Father, Thou art greatly to be feared and to be had in reverence by all them about Thee. But those that come about thee ought to come with praise and thanksgiving and joyful and glad hearts for the abundant blessings of your salvation and the righteousness with which you have clothed us. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that thou hast covered us with the perfect righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ and that we stand before thee without fault in thy legal sight because of his death resurrection, and intercessory life for us. Heavenly Father, be with us this day. Lift up our hearts in the Lord. Let the humble live. And let those that fear Thee come before Thee and be glad. Heavenly Father, stir us up today. Grant us a great measure of Thy Holy Spirit. Open the Word of God to us. Take away all the distracting thoughts of our hearts and our minds. And let us focus our affection and our attention upon Thee. Forgive us, Heavenly Father, for our neglect of the blessed means, the means of grace that You've given us, like Your Word, and like prayer, and like the confession of sin, which You so gladly forgive, that we might come into Thy presence with joyful and glad hearts this day. We thank Thee for Thy Son, 
the Son of David, the Son of God, the Lord of glory, who sits at thy right hand reigning over the Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, which is above. We thank thee that we are members of his kingdom, that we are stones in his temple. And we pray, O Lord, that today these lively stones will give thee lively praise. Have mercy upon our nation, O Lord, and protect it and preserve it. We're thankful for it and our rulers. We pray for them, that you will keep them and guide them and bless them for the sake of your people under their care. Be with all your churches, servants and saints in every place. Be with those who are traveling today and those who are sick. Preserve us, O Lord, and put a hedge about us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the powers of darkness, this world, and sin itself will be kept away. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.